0: Chapter 18 Was this the best idea for a birthday party or what? Vincent stepped away from the door and ushered Britty and Gabe inside. He knew the answer to that question. Definitely the best. Wow, Britty peered into the dark front room. Creepy place. Why did you choose this old mansion on Fear Street for your party? Because it's cool, Vincent replied, grinning at her. But how did you get it? Gabe demanded. Who lives here? Nobody, Vincent told him. That's how I got it. The house has been empty for nearly a year, so I claimed it for tonight. You know, squatters' rights. I cleaned it up a bit, and it's party time. Everybody in the senior class is here. He led them across the hallway to a set of double doors. If I had the party at home, my mom would be a basket case. He continued, she'd be worried about every little crumb that fell on the floor, and my dad would be acting all tense. You know the way teachers do in the chaperone dances at school. Vincent tapped one finger against his forehead. Genius, he said. How cool is this? No parents around, no neighbors. Minimum cleaning, maximum fun. And I got lucky. The electricity never got turned off. Can we join the party now, genius? Gabe asked. Vincent pulled open the double doors. A huge ballroom stood on the other side. The sounds of loud music and laughter greeted them. This really is an awesome birthday party, Vincent told himself. Lots of food. Pizzas, buckets of chicken, chips and pretzels and nachos with gooey cheese. Excellent music. He hired a DJ from school and gave him a list of his favorite dance CDs. Britty craned her neck, trying to see over the crowd. Where's Delia? she asked. Huh? Vincent had a slice of pizza halfway to his mouth. He stopped and turned back to Britty. Delia? He'd been so busy getting ready for the party, he hadn't thought about Delia. He searched around a huge, crowded room. He didn't see her. When she does show up, I hope she doesn't ask me if I have my serious talk with Karina, he thought. I've been too busy getting this party together. I don't need another scene with Delia, especially at my birthday party. I thought Delia was coming early, Britty shouted over the throbbing music. It's weird that she isn't here. There you are, Karina called. She must have arrived right after Britty and Gabe, Vincent decided. She hurried over and kissed Vincent on the cheek. Let's dance, okay, Gabe? Britty asked as she pushed her way past Vincent. Vincent turned his attention to Karina. Awesome party! Karina kissed him again. Come on! She tugged him to the dance floor, her blue eyes sparkling. I love this song! Vincent pulled Karina close. He rested his cheek on top of her head as they swayed to the music. A totally great party, he told himself again. When the song ended and a fast song started up, Karina and Vincent kept dancing. It's all he felt like doing, dancing all night. After a few more songs, someone tugged on his sleeve. He turned to see Britty staring at him. What's up? he asked. Something is wrong, Vincent, Britty said. Something is very wrong. Delia isn't here. Vincent rolled his eyes. He didn't want to discuss Delia in front of Karina, not when things were going so well between them. He made up an excuse to Karina about having to get more ice and dragged Britty off the dance floor. What are you talking about? he asked her when they reached the other side of the room. Delia, I'm talking about Delia, she snapped. Pretty glanced around. She's not here. What am I supposed to do about it, Vincent thought. Across the room, he saw Stuart Andrews asking Karina to dance. "Uh, I've got to go, Vincent murmured, his eyes on Karina. But think about it, Vincent, Pretty pleaded. It's her birthday party and Delia's not here. Isn't that a little strange? I guess, but I don't think you have to worry about it. Over Pretty's shoulder, Vincent watched Karina and Stuart. The two of them appeared friendly. Way too friendly. Vincent started toward them. You know, Delia, he called back to pretty. She's probably waiting to make some sort of grand entrance. You know, real dramatic. It's early. She'll show up. An hour passed. Then another. No sign of Delia, Vincent realized. He felt sort of happy about it. He knew that if Karina and Delia ended up at the party together, they would end up in a fight. Since Delia decided not to come, he didn't have to worry about keeping them away from each other. Why didn't Delia come to the party? Vincent figured that she wanted to get back at him for messing around with Sarah and for kissing Karina. That didn't bother him. In a few days, Delia would call her drop-by. She never stayed angry for too long, and she always came back to him. Around eleven o'clock, Vincent stopped by the snack table for another slice of pizza. He noticed Britty pacing near the front door. Isn't there a phone here? She called to him. Vincent shook his head. A phone in a deserted house." He started to feel a little guilty. Maybe he should call Telia. Maybe he should go check on her. No, he decided. That's exactly what she wants. I'm not letting her ruin my party. She got an invitation. She didn't come. That's her problem. Around midnight, people started to leave. Vincent found his thoughts returning to Telia. It is weird that she didn't show, he admitted to himself. Even if she still felt angry, she wouldn't want me to be alone with Karina. It didn't make sense. Any of it. Bridie hurried over to him. She had her coat on. Vincent saw Gabe waiting for her by the door. Not that you care, but we're going to stop by Delia's on the way home, Briddy told him. Maybe she's sick or something. Maybe. Bridie gasped as the double doors swung open. Vincent sucked in a sharp breath. Delia staggered into the doorway. She took two steps, then stumbled. The heel of one of her red shoes had snapped off, Vincent saw. The right sleeve of her dress was ripped at the shoulder. Vincent's mouth dropped open as he saw the scratches that covered her arms. And the blood. The dark blood that trickled down her face. Help. Me. Help. Delia moaned. CHAPTER nineteen. Delia swayed on her feet. Gabe and Britty came running toward her. She saw Vincent close behind them. Delia collapsed before they reached her. Her head cracked against a hard wooden floor. Pain shot through her neck and down her back. She tried to sit up. She had to find Karina. Now. Bridie pulled off her coat. She rolled it up and placed it under Delia's head. Lie still, she ordered. Stuart rushed over with a glass of water. Vincent took it from him. Get me a paper towel, he called, or some napkins. Someone handed him one and Vincent gently washed the blood off Delia's face. Delia stared up at all the people crowding around her. Gabe, Stuart, Bridie, Vincent. Dozens of other kids from school. They all looked so worried, so confused and upset. They really care about me, she realized. Delia's heart fluttered in her chest. She struggled to sit up. Give her some room, Gabe called. The crowd moved back a little. Gabe knelt beside her. Delia, what happened? Were you in an accident? Delia forced herself to take a slow, deep breath. Help me up, she whispered. Vincent wrapped his arm around her waist and eased her to her feet. Delia leaned against him as she searched the crowd. Finally, she spotted Karina. Do you want to know what happened? She asked. Ask her. Ask Karina. A low murmur ran through the crowd. Eyes turned to Karina. Karina stood at the edge of the crowd. Ask me? Ask me what? She demanded. She invited me to her house tonight. Delia started, pointing at Karina with a trembling finger. Before the party, she said she wanted to talk. She wanted to apologize for all the horrible things she's done to me. She, she said she wanted us to be friends again. No, Karina cried. Are you crazy? I did not. Yes, you did. Delia insisted. You did. So I drove to your house. You said your parents were out for the evening. You told me to come upstairs so we could talk. I trusted you. I trusted you. What are you saying? Karina screamed. I haven't seen you in days. I, I followed her to her room. Delia continued, ignoring Karina's protests. She hit me over the head with something. I I blacked out. And when I woke up, I was tied to the bed. Oh, Karina, no! Pretty cried. Delia began to shake. Vincent wrapped his arms around her tightly. No! Karina screamed. She stared around the room, her eyes bright with panic. No, she's lying. It's all a big lie. Delia took a step toward her. Did you think you would get away with it? Her voice trembled with anger. Did you think no one would believe me? ''She's lying!'' Karina cried again. Delia shook her head. ''You must be so surprised to see me here. You expected to find me safely tied up in your room after the party, but I loosened the ropes.'' Delia held her hands up so everyone could see the rope burns on her wrists. Two bright red bracelets of raw skin. Pretty guessed. ''How could you do that to her?'' she asked Karina. ''What were you going to do when you got home, Karina?'' Delia demanded furiously. ''Kill me?'' Delia turned and wrapped her arms around Vincent's waist. She buried her face in his chest. She's insane, Delia moaned. You're insane, Karina shrieked in fury. This whole story is crazy. She launched herself at Delia. Gabe and Stuart each grabbed Delia by an arm. Karina struggled against them. It's all a lie, she wailed. It's a total lie. She struggled to break free from the boy's grasp. Stop it, Karina, Stewart ordered. You came to the party late. We all saw you. That doesn't mean anything, she cried. I tried on a couple of different outfits. Come to her house. You'll see, Delia exclaimed. She pulled away from Vincent and started for the door. I'll prove it to you, Delia shouted. Come to her house. The ropes are still tied to the headboard and— And you'll see the blood, my blood, all over the carpet. Karina ripped herself away from Gabin's steward. She shoved through the crowd and blocked the doors. No! she screamed. No way! You can't come to my house! You can't! Chapter 20 Why can't we go to your house? Delia demanded. Because I'm telling the truth. No! Karina cried, trembling. Because it's crazy! It's all a crazy pack of lies! Delia is a liar! Liar! Delia cried. I'm a liar! She raised her hands up so that everyone could see them once again. Look at my wrists! She touched the side of her head and held up her blood-smeared fingers. Look at my head. My dress is torn. My knees are skinned. She stared hard at Karina. So how can you say I'm a liar? No! Karina let out a long howl. She dove at Delia. But Vincent jumped between them. Karina! Vincent hesitated. We are going to do everything we can to get you the help you need. Karina threw herself at Vincent. She pounded on his chest with both fists. Stupid, 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 she chanted. I hate you. I hate you all. With one more furious roar, she spun away from him, her eyes wild, her hair flying behind her. She turned and pushed through the double doors. They slammed behind her. Someone, stop her, Stuart called. Gabe grabbed Pretty's arm. The two of them darted after Karina. I'll go find a phone. I'll try to call her parents, Stuart volunteered. We have to stop her. Before she does something else that's horrible. Delia watched Stuart run out the door. Then she sank against Vincent. Let's get you home, Vincent said softly. Delia sighed and pulled back. Let's just rest for a moment, she whispered weakly. I I can't believe what she did to me. I can't believe she'd go this far. Delia inhaled deeply. She loved the smell of a new tube of lipstick. She stroked a coat of midnight wine over her full lips and checked her dresser mirror. Perfect, she murmured. She picked a tissue from the box on her dresser and plodded her lips. She dropped the tissue to the floor. What do you think? Delia turned to face Pretty, Her friend perched on Delia's bed, swinging her legs. You sure look better than you did last night, Pretty declared. It's hard to believe you're the same person. Pretty bounced up and paced around the room. Last night when I saw you with all that blood on your face, I thought... Pretty shuddered. Her eyes glistened with tears. Pretty is such a great friend, Delia told herself. I love your outfit," Pretty said. Delia could tell Pretty wanted to change the subject. She didn't mind. Delia didn't want to think about last night either. She hoped that someday she would be able to forget all about it. Only you could get away with wearing those colors together," Pretty teased. Delia ran her fingers down her purple, pink, yellow, and brown sweater, one of her favorites. Then she heard a honk from in front of the house. "Gabe's here," Pretty announced. "Are you sure you feel well enough to be on Vincent's clean-up crew?" Definitely, Delia answered. She grabbed her purse and they headed to the front door. The last thing I want to do is sit around by myself. All I would do is think about Karina. Every time I hear a tiny noise in the house, I think she is coming after me. Did you tell your parents? Bridie asked. Of course. But I wouldn't let them go to the police. They're going to discuss it with her parents. Karina needs help. Delia opened the door and stepped out into the sunshine. She took a deep breath of the fresh chilly air. Last night, when I was tied up in Karina's room, I thought I would never escape. I couldn't imagine being outside again, or hanging out with my friends. I was so terrified." Brittany wrapped her arm around Delia's shoulders as they made their way to Gabe's car. "'I know I was only there a few hours,' Delia continued, but it felt like days, and I kept wondering what Karina planned to do. What she planned to do to me when she came home from the party. They climbed into the car. "'I brought us some doughnuts to eat on the way over,' Gabe said, passing the box. "'How are you doing?' he asked Delia. He met Delia's eyes in a rearview mirror. "'Better,' she said. Gabe nodded. Delia stared out the window as he approached the house on Fear Street where Vincent had held his party the night before. Delia's stomach tightened into a knot. Delia wrapped her arms around herself and leaned her forehead against the cold glass of the window. Gabe parked the car in front of the house. They climbed out of the car. Gabe popped open the trunk and they pulled out a couple of brooms and some big garbage bags. Vincent, Gabe called as they made their way into the gloomy house. No answer. Vincent had better be here, Gabe said. I'm not cleaning up the whole place before he arrives. Vincent, Pretty called. No answer. They took a few more steps inside the house. He said he would be here early, right? Pretty asked. That's what he told me when he took me home last night, Delia said. She poked her head into the huge ballroom. Soda cans, empty pizza boxes, and empty chicken buckets littered the floor. The helium balloons that had clung to the ceiling last night now hovered at eye level. Delia pushed the balloon aside and crossed the big room. Vincent, she yelled. We've got a lot of work to do. He must not be here yet, Britty said. Let's wait outside for him. This place gives me the creeps. Okay, Delia answered. She turned and froze. Oh no, Britty wailed. She saw it too saw Vincent, face down, on the floor, surrounded by empty soda cans and pizza boxes. "'Vincent,' Delia uttered. And then she was down on her knees beside his still body. "'Vincent? Vincent? Vincent?' "'Is he—is he breathing?' Gabe choked out. Delia reached out and ran her fingers along his cheek. His skin felt cool. She pressed her fingers against his throat. Nothing. No pulse. Nothing. "'He's dead,' Delia whispered. Vincent is dead. Chapter 21 Gabe crouched beside her. He pulled back Vincent's shoulder, then gently returned it to the floor. Somebody stabbed him. Stabbed him in the chest. Oh no, oh no, oh no, Brittany wailed. Vincent, Vincent, Vincent. Delia rocked back and forth, repeating his name. Gabe stood up and pulled Delia to her feet. We have to get out of here. We have to call the police. Vincent, Vincent. Vincent, Delia repeated. Delia stuffed her hands deep into her pockets. She huddled on the front porch of the old house with Gabe and Bridie, waiting for the police and their parents to arrive. Maybe we should go wait in a car, Gabe said. It's pretty cold out here. No, Pretty insisted. I'm too nervous to sit still. Here they come anyway, Delia announced. A black-and-white cruiser pulled up in front of the house. Two officers slid out and stirred up the walkway. I'm Detective Bender, one of the men told them. He gestured to his tall, skinny partner. And that's Detective Jameson. You reported a murder. One of our friends. He's been stabbed. We didn't move him or anything, Gabe answered. What were you kids doing out here anyway? This place has been deserted for at least a year, Detective Jameson said. His angular face held a grim expression. We explained that on the phone, Delia replied. Vincent, he's the one who... Who's been killed? He gave a party here last night. We all came over this morning to help him clean up. That's when we found him. Britty shifted from one foot to the other, chewing on a piece of her hair. We called you right away. Show us, Detective Bender instructed. Delia and Gabe led the way inside. Britty trailed behind the detectives. Delia's heart beat against her ribs. A helium balloon brushed against Delia's arms. She hated the feel of the rubbery skin. She pointed to Vincent's body. Stay back, Detective Jimison ordered. He pulled on a pair of thin plastic gloves. He knelt beside Vincent and studied him for a long moment without touching him. Then the detective rolled Vincent onto his back. Delia squeezed her eyes shut. She heard Pretty gasp. A knife into his chest, one of the detectives noted. One stab between the ribs, another into the heart. Delia's eyes locked on the handle of the large knife sticking out of Vincent's chest. Most of the blade was buried in his body. She moved her eyes slowly up Vincent's body, a circle of dark blood on a green sweater. The sweater she gave him for Christmas, the one she chose so carefully. Her eyes traveled up to his mouth. It was frozen open in a silent howl of terror. She studied his eyes next, Vincent's eyes. They stared up at her blankly. Delia, Bridie whispered. Delia followed Britty's gaze down to Vincent's cheek, to the lip print on his pale cheek, a purple lip print, Midnight Wine. "'Delia, that's your lipstick,' Britty cried." CHAPTER 22 Both detectives turned to Delia. They narrowed their eyes to study her lips, her purple lipstick. Then they stared down at the purple lip print on Vincent's cheek. "'No!' Delia gasped, raising her hands to her face. Detective Jameson scribbled something in his little spiral notebook. When was the last time you saw the boy? Detective Bender asked. He, he drove me home last night, Delia replied shakily. We got to my house at about one thirty. When I showed up at Delia's this morning, she still had on her pajamas, pretty volunteered. Her voice sounded high and squeaky, nervous. She couldn't have been here early this morning. I know she hadn't been awake long. "'And we all drove over here together,' Gabe chimed in. "'We'll need all three of you to give us statements,' the tall detective told them. "'For now, I want you to stay here and wait for your parents. You called them, right?' Delia and the others nodded. They turned away from the body. "'Everyone at Shayside High knows that I always wear midnight wine,' Delia said quietly. "'Somebody wanted me to appear guilty. I wonder who?' A man with two cameras strapped around his neck hurried over to Vincent's body. A woman with super short blonde hair followed him. She carried a small briefcase with her. Delia watched as she kneeled, set the case down near the body, flipped it over, and began taking fingerprints and collecting fibers. Karina has been so out of control, Delia whispered to her friends. She she tied me to her bed to keep me from Vincent's party. But you don't think she killed Vincent, do you? I don't know what to think, Gabe replied, shaking his head. Why would she do it? Pretty asked thoughtfully. She was crazy about Vincent. Crazy enough to tie you up. So why would she kill him? Delia, try to stay calm, and when you talk to the police, Gabe whispered, just tell them the truth. You don't have anything to worry about, and don't start accusing Karina. Let them find out the truth. If you start accusing Karina, you'll sound— What? Delia demanded, her voice low and hard. Gabe hesitated. Guilty, he muttered. You'll sound as if you're trying to throw the blame on someone else. You think I killed him? Delia asked shrilly. No way, Gabe protested. Of course not, Britty echoed. I just don't want you to look bad to the police. When they are ready to question us, we'll tell them everything that happened at the party, Gabe said. They can talk to every person there if they want to. Here comes one of the detectives, Bridie announced. Detective Bender hurried toward them. Now what, Delia wondered. She couldn't stand being in this room much longer. So close to Vincent's body. If I have to stay much longer, she thought, I'll start screaming. I know I won't be able to stop. They will have to drag me out of here in a straitjacket. Your parents are out front, the detective told her. I'd like you all to come back to the office with me and answer some questions. Delia stared at him. His blue eyes narrowed, studying her face. They reminded Delia of x-ray machines. He can study the inside of my head, she thought. He knows everything that's going on in there. That's crazy, Delia scolded herself. You and your parents can ride in my car, Detective Bender said. He gazed at the bruises on Delia's wrists. I think you probably have a lot to tell me, Delia. Delia suddenly lost control. I didn't do it. I know that's what you think, she blurted out. Her voice echoed in the empty room. I see you staring at the purple lipstick on his cheek, Delia cried. You think I killed him. You all think it. But I didn't do it. I didn't. Doesn't anyone believe me? Chapter 23 I told you already, Delia sighed. I drove to the house with Gabe and Britty. Delia answered. We all walked in together to help Vincent clean up. I I don't remember who saw him lying on the floor first. I guess it was me. Delia had her elbows on the table, her head resting in her hands. There is no air in a tiny room. The ceiling light glared in her eyes. Didn't they get tired of hearing the same story over and over again? What would it take to make them believe her? Detective Jameson signaled Detective Bender from outside the interviewing room. I'll be right back, and we'll go over all of this again, he said. Delia slumped back in a hard wooden chair. She stared around the room. She needed something to take her mind off the police and all their questions. But the cork bulletin board across from her was empty, except for dozens and dozens of tiny pinholes. And everything else in the room seemed to have been dipped in a big can of tan paint. Tan walls, tan chairs, tan table, tan floor. A jar of powdered creamer, a stack of napkins, packets of sugar, and some coffee stirrers stood at one end of the table. Nothing else. Delia poured a little of the creamer onto the table and drew tiny pictures in it with one of the stirrers. I'm going nuts in here, Delia thought. She chipped some of the nail polish off her thumb. Then she reached for her purse. She pulled out a tube of midnight wine. Wait, what am I doing? Now is not the time to be touching up my lipstick. Delia tapped her fingernails against the tabletop. They can't really think I'm guilty. Everyone at school knows how much I cared about Vincent. But they did suspect her. She knew they did. She could tell by the way they watched her, by the way they asked the same questions over and over again. An officer entered the room. He didn't say a word to Delia. He strode over to the corkboard and pinned two photos on it. Then he turned and left. Delia leaned forward and studied the photos, photos just taken at the house on Fear Street. One showed the purple lip print on Vincent's cheek. The other showed a close-up of Delia's face. Detective Jameson and Detective Bender entered the room. They sat down across from Delia, both turned to study the photos. Well, what do you know, Detective Bender commented. He leaned across the table. I think your parents had better call an attorney for you, Delia. Huh? Delia's temples throbbed. She jerked straight up in the chair. What do you mean? Take a look at your lips and the lip print on the body, Officer Jameson said softly. Officer Bender shook his head. They're a perfect match.